1: I'm Jessie Cruikshank, and I've always been told I have a face for podcasting. So I launched a podcast. It's called Phone a Friend because each week I'll break down the biggest stories in pop culture, but when I have questions, I get to phone a friend. I'll phone a royal watcher to find out why Prince Harry is acting like a real housewife. I'll phone a tween to please explain euphoria, and maybe I'll even phone a backstreet boy to find out if I still have a chance. I don't? Okay. New episodes drop every Thursday wherever you get your podcasts.
0: ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts
1: everywhere. ACAST.com
0: Hi, it's Dave here. This is my wife, Kathy. Hello. This is The Cinemile, the podcast where we walk home from the movies. And uh, And
2: we haven't done that in quite some time. It's been a
0: while, so big apologies, everybody. Uh, I think the last time we did this was The Batman, which was... um, Probably more than a month ago I would
2: say quite some time ago This is what happens when you're an independent podcast (laughs) And sometimes life gets in the way And we have in fact just been moving homes and moving countries
0: Yeah, so we now live in uh, Cork, Ireland Um, Back where we're from So we have left the, uh, the Great Britain so um, we had
2: to hand back in our uh, British podcast awards. Yes, they took it
0: off us to the Queen, as is customary. <laughs> um, so yeah. she she removed she, our knighthoods as mm-hmm. well. Unfortunately, so we we'll have
2: to remove it from the bio. Yeah. Uh, but you know, we're officially an Irish podcast now. Hello, all our Irish listeners. We're a bit closer to you. We have successfully moved home, and we've almost unpacked all of our boxes. And we now have very regular access. To babysitters. Yeah, so
0: that's the good news. <laughs> Granny Linda lives very nearby, and so does Nana Mary, uh, who has never means... made her debut on this podcast. <laughs> um, and that means, yeah, we are going to hopefully get back to a bit more regularity because it's been a it's been a rough sort of years, few years for the cinema mile, what <laughs> with the cinemas shutting and our lives being very difficult with two young kids um, so, to yeah, get to the cinema. onwards and So, so I feel like, yeah, yeah. we are. Someone messaged recently
2: that um, the last time we'd done, an, we'd done an episode so long ago that it was probably like when Titanic had come out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what we could have done, what some people do is repackage things as new seasons, but the cinema has no seasons. It's just infinite ending of uh, us going to the yeah. movies. Yeah, so you're anyways, stuck with us
0: for life, guys.
2: Here we go. We are going to see, what's it called again?
0: It's called, I cannot remember, I can never remember the name of this movie. It's the un, <laughs> I think it's the unbearable weight of massive talent. am
2: so excited for this movie. But I have
0: nothing in front of me. This I, is. Yeah, have you seen the trailer for I this? I haven't seen it I, have. I
2: haven't seen anything, but you, Dave, told me the premise, which is that Nick Cage plays himself. Yeah. But it's kind of fictional.
0: And, well, it it is, it is fiction, but he, yeah, he is playing Nicolas Cage, the actor. And <laughs> um, as far as I know, he, he um, gets brought to the island of uh, in a character played by Pedro Pascal, Um, who is the biggest Nicolas Cage fan ever and also, like, a billionaire. Right. And then... um, Okay, don't
2: tell me any more plots. Yeah,
0: and then hijinks ensue, I believe. I think this is, like, an action comedy as far as I can tell um, from the
2: love half comedy. of the trailer
0: I watched I, <laughs> love I,
2: action comedy love Nick Cage love Pedro Pascal.
0: I only watched half the trailer because that's the I don't I don't like to watch trailers for movies I'm going to see because they just feel, they're just much. like spoilers and we're or, going
2: to the Gate Cinema which anyone who's from Cork knows is an iconic cinema in Cork they do the best popcorn we're thrilled it's our first official Cinema mile, but it's also our first cinema trip since we moved home. We've done podcasts from Ireland in the past, but like never as people who lived in Ireland, so there's like a real buzz about this for us. Yeah, We're thrilled. it's um, not quite
0: true. I took the boys to the bad guys the other day.
2: Um, oh, yeah, was yeah. it good? Quick review,
0: the but ba- You want a quick review of the bad what, guys? Yeah, the bad guys is a DreamWorks animated <laughs> type vibe, um, with, with a load of sort of uh, anim- and a, and th- what do you anthropomorphic animals um, that are villains? They're the bad guys, uh-huh. and then they sort of go straight. And right. it's basically a heist movie. It's like it's a series of they're they're criminals, so it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's a, um, a heist movie. Was it good? With animated characters? Uh, yeah, I had a, I had a good time.
2: Can confirm both two and four year olds. told me they sat enjoyed it
0: through the whole thing, and <laughs> it was full of jokes. I mean, it's not the, I mean, it's not like. It's, it's good DreamWorks fair, right? You know, it's not up to the crazy Disney. But if Pixar you say standards. a
2: two year old and a four year old sat through it, that yeah. is money to a lot of people's I ears. tell
0: you all right now, fellas uh, bring your kids to, to this movie and you'll have a right romp. Okay, I'm getting but very anyway, Irish. Here. We're
2: going to The Unbearable Way to of Talent, which is a fantastic name for a movie, and we'll see you on the other side.
0: Yes! Bye bye. God, this place is stunning. What is your favorite
1: movie? That's one of those questions that's impossible to answer. You can't just limit it to one. Imagine me new. I do. Is it too much? Imagine is this supposed to be me? It's grotesque. I'll give you twenty thousand for it. I think that's the actor Nick Cage. Nick Cage? I love you. Have you seen Crude too? I'm 44 years old. Why the fuck would I see Crude too? I've seen Face Off and Con Air. What do
0: you guys want? We're with Central Intelligence. Do you know who you're spending time with? One of the most ruthless
1: men on the face of this planet. I need you to help the U.S. government. Let's kill this Find a way into that room, Nick. See myself doing more of this stuff. I think I might have a real gift for it.
0: Good, because we got
1: another mission for you. No, 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 no.
0: Hi, we're back. We've seen the unbearable weight of massive talent. <laughs> uh, if it's your first time at the cinema, hello. Hello. Welcome. This is uh, the bit where we don't spoil the movie. Yeah, we won't spoil it. Then, uh, luckily, we, our new house is uh, about a ten-minute walk from Spoiler Street. Every every city has a Spoiler Street. Yeah. Um, so we will be turning on to Spoiler Street in about ten minutes, and you will be sufficiently warned. Yeah. But until that moment, Cathy, tell the people what they want to hear.
2: What do they want to hear? What
0: I think they're here to, to, <laughs> to talk about the unbearable weight of massive talent, starring Nicolas Cage.
2: I think this is a perfect Saturday night movie. Yeah, which is what it is here for us. Me
0: too. What a, how much what fun I? was that? We, we had a blast. You have to say,
2: we by the way. Um, unintentional research for this movie we did a bit of a Nick Cage uh, season in our house during the first lockdown because my sister Elizabeth who's a lot younger than me lived with us in the first lockdown and she is afraid of Nick Cage but also had her, really her words she's afraid of him <laughs> and she also hadn't seen many of his movies so we thought she should get a bit of an education so we watched the watch Rock We watched Face Off We
0: watch The Rock uh, All of that over on our, uh, segway, on our <laughs> Seamless segue, Plug to our Patreon Patreon.com forward slash The Cinemile Where we review Retro we movie do. reviews Such as those
2: But anyway we So semi recently In the last two years Watched The Rock And Face Off again Which I feel It was like a great Like tee up for this movie <laughs> Yeah And This movie Is brilliant Yeah So I would say This movie is like A top class funny, funny, funny comedy. It's extremely touching. Moving, I cried. It's got genuinely good action. It's got a, a really good storyline that's quite meta. And then it's got this core relationship between Nick Cage and Pedro Pascal, yeah, which is which is brilliant.
0: Sells the whole movie like, for me. And Pedro, this, like, this, is, this so movie good. is very much... A Nicolas Cage movie. I mean, it's lit- like it's it's so Nicolas Cage. It's all about Nicolas Cage. But Pedro Pascal is kind of the star for me in a way. Like, he, he was the standout. He is. the scene. He steals the, the movie. He's so funny. He is like, so but the two of funny. them together are just wonderful. You can't, I would... it is a buddy, it's a buddy comedy and it's a bromance story. They have and they chemistry. have such wonderful chemistry. And I was, um, Impressed. I don't think I've ever seen Pedro Pascal in a comedy role. And funnily enough, he is one of the unfortunate stars of the a movie, that, the Judd Apatow movie, The Bubble, which is getting pounded by the critics. Now, we haven't seen it, so we'll reserve judgment. But um, he's That's also. Because in this
2: was shot in deep COVID as well. So he was working hard. Oh, was it?
0: Oh, hard to tell these days. I can't tell. So this like, one is. Yeah. Okay. Because I
2: did a, a, a little research after the movie, but um. But anyway, honestly, I, I, I totally so agree good. with you.
0: Absolutely so agree. I had such a blast. I, I was laughing. Had that much fun in I ages. I was invested in the characters. I found it really like the tone was kind of uh, kind of just like. You know, it's it's just it's just like a real easy, fun adventure movie. The whole that cinema was a, laughing. Yeah, it did have a good vibe. It sort of is leans into its own silliness while also doing enough work to put in a bit of effort into its characters and characterization. Like, I mean, it's not it's not too dimensional. So, it's, I was really impressed. It's the, the, the really
2: bit- st- it's so much stronger than than I thought it would be, and and I do find it interesting. I had read a profile like interview with Nicolas Cage last week because obviously he's doing the rounds on this. And he was saying that, like, he, as an actor, had been working loads and loads the last few years. He's made a lot of straight DVD movies, which people talk about a lot. I haven't really seen any of them, to be honest. But he was just paying off, like, an IRS, but then, like, working to earn money. And, like, it is funny how in Hollywood there seems to be so shame attached to that. They
0: addressed that very early in this movie.
2: Like, why is there shame attached to working in not great movies just because you used to be in big movies and as an actor who isn't necessarily even offered the greatest movies anymore what are you supposed to do just like sit down and die well, yeah well he just kind describes, just describes it as work
0: it's work for and him and he puts
2: in the same like he said he always puts in the same level of effort no matter the movie which I think is like a really interesting ethos for an actor I agree
0: I've, I really admire his work ethic and there is no one like Nicolas Cage <laughs> working in that and, and, and he is incre- he is he does. is a massive talent. Um, he's
2: also very like extra, and that is why I think yeah. my sister was scared of him. And we oh, had yeah, a lot of fun watching Face Off in particular. Like Face Off <laughs> is so,
0: such a good movie. You get no. You don't ever get a performance from like from anyone else like you get with Nicholas because you kind of never know what you're going to get. But extra is such a good word for it. But actually, the the, the funny thing about his performance as himself in this movie, it's actually. Somewhat restrained. Do you find that he's nothing like face off, Nick? No, it's not like I. Th- I, I it's a weirdly restrained performance. <laughs> it's one of the, the, the most lean, leaned back Nicolas Cage performances. Uh, I was thinking uh, that ever. as well. Though yeah.
2: so I read a quote from the writers, and they said that like he said to them at one point, he'll go full cage. Like he is an awareness of what is like full cage versus like. Less full cage. Well, we'll
0: talk about it in spoilers because you get glimpses of it in certain scenes. Yeah. Um, in, with a, and the
2: writer said that sort they, of
0: mechanic they bring in.
2: The writers were obsessed with Nicolas Cage and they wrote this movie. I literally did a, such a quick Google there um, after the movie while I was waiting for Dave. So they wrote this movie for him, which I find incredible. I had been watching it thinking, oh, I wonder if it was kind of written by yeah we'd like him but if it doesn't work it could kind of be any Hollywood star and you just adapt it for them but in fact no they wrote it for him pitched it to him they were they basically say that like the fan character in this movie is like their avatar and they love him as much as the person in this movie does and then he helps them shape the script which I absolutely loved as well so I found that and I also think as well it would be an ego boost right to like have this vehicle well, for you, which is like a love letter from your fans, to I also, your fans.
0: I also did a quick Google. He wasn't keen on it. He said no three or four times. Oh, wow. Um, and until he, um, the director and co-writer sent him a personal letter. They hadn't, they'd hadn't; they never met him before. <laughs> they just kept sending him this thing and trying to get him to do it. Um, and he wrote him a personal letter and he eventually agreed to it. But what I found a really interesting, fun fact. They, um, at one stage... They they thought right we're not gonna be able to get Nicolas Cage so they started considering other actors and they were gonna pitch it to Daniel Day Lewis amongst others. Oh
2: my god, <laughs> that would have been Daniel Day Lewis pl-
0: playing Nicolas Cage.
2: No, this movie was too fun for that. I'm sorry, but what I really also liked about this movie was the supporting cast. Obviously Pedro Pascal, who we mentioned, but the fact that Tiffany Haydish is in it, I think she's awesome. And then yeah. Sharon Horgan pops up. I'm like, she is just flying the flag for Irish accents. Like, to see an Irish accent...
0: Well, hear an Irish
2: accent. Or to hear an Irish accent in a Hollywood blockbuster just warms my heart. I think she's great. I I love that she shows up. And she's just, like, a normal person. Do you know what I mean?
0: I do like, um... Yeah, I do like that we've normalised accents in American movies now. Now, what Um, this movie
2: still hasn't normalised, though, is... Spanish speaking people speaking, speaking Spanish, Spanish to each, to each other, other. <laughs> yeah
0: I know Yeah, that, that, there's some really ridiculous moments no but but it actually does it adds it back in at one point There, like, there is a, a scene yeah, where there some, is Spanish speaking yeah. and then afterwards they're back to English like it's yeah. absurd
2: so yeah no I didn't but I have to say like so like Dave knows like my number one celebrity crush for a very long time has been Oscar Isaac but after Moon Knight a bit of my love just fell away and then watching this tonight, I was like, I think Pedro Pascal's it now.
0: So you've got it's the, it's the South American sort of uh, uh, thing is doing it for you. It,
2: no, with, Pedro with curly P- locks. Yeah, they are quite similar,
0: similar. Yeah, but like, I mean, Pedro he's very, Pascal he's very handsome.
2: So charming, though. Yes. Yeah, he he's so endearing. Like when he's playing at the beginning when they meet, and he's like the gawkish fan. He's like properly gawkish, and not on like um. Oscar Isaac in Moon Knight at the beginning of Moon Knight as well but yeah very like very touching endearing and I can't believe I cried at the end of this movie and I can't believe how much I laughed and like the whole audience was laughing and it was a fairly busy screening as well so yeah should we move on to spoiler let but do we spoilers. highly recommend
0: yeah highly recommend um, spoilers now for the unbearable weight of massive talent and maybe Gone and the rock no probably not um,
2: <laughs> but it's but, a bit interesting that that's the title because that's actually not quite referenced in the movie there's well, not, it it doesn't need
0: a reference. I think it's about, but that—that's Nicholas Cage's uh, spoilers again. Spoiler warning. That's Nicolas Cage's character arc in this movie. Is him dealing with his unbearable weight of massive talent, which is personified by the creepy CGI younger <laughs> version of himself, Nikki, that who pops Nikki up every now and then. That
2: Nikki is Nikki from the Block. <laughs> no, Nikki from uh, Face Off.
0: No, that's not Face Off. That's um. I would say oh, le- was it the rock? leaving was- Las Vegas. No, he doesn't have that hair. Oh, God, guys, they're all screaming at us. The anyway, audience. no, but Anyway, it's not. No, in The, in in the those- Rock, he looks like. A, sorry, in Face Off, he looks like the creepy mannequin. He's got the short oh, hair. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah.
2: it's like full on Nick Cage from those days with CGI face. Who French kisses himself, which I fucking love that scene. I mean, what? In what <laughs> other
0: movie would you ever get that?
2: And that I read was his edition. And then he says, so Nick- in their script...
0: Oh really, like, pe- excellent. A peck
2: on the lips, a peck on the cheeks, and then he said, no, I'm just gonna like fully French kiss. And what kiss was the line?
0: Like- he's got the sort of line like said, Nick Cage can fucking smooch, <laughs> <laughs> which I really enjoy. So
2: enjoyable. Yeah. I just think like also dave and i both want to be writers in our time love watching things about the writing process as him and pedro pascal are trying to write this movie together it's becoming so meta he's talking about adding in a kidnapping plot no that would be ridiculous no that would appeal to hollywood and it's so funny because when all of that plot kicked in i had been like oh this movie's really got me now because we do need hooks as audiences yeah like the friendship and the relationship probably wouldn't have been enough to sustain a movie. I'm
0: a, I'm a, and I, I'm a big fan of meta-commentary, which is... A, a,
2: a I I can be very hit and miss on meta-commentary because one step over the line, it becomes up its own arse and in joke. Yeah. He's exclusionary. This was like, because Nicolas Cage is so famous and even they reference that in this movie where like multiple people are referencing all these different movies he's been in from different genres and perspectives. He's a broad enough action star that this movie doesn't feel like an in joke. I think if it was like a more obscure actor, or indeed if it had been someone like Daniel Day Lewis, who's really only in prestige movies, that would have gone the wrong way.
0: Yeah, the tone was right. He's the he's, like he's the in right the kind too, of actor according for to this, this movie. tone. Yeah, but but the what's interesting is that whole thing is, reminded me of, um, as I was watching it of movie adaptation um, by Charlie Kaufman, which does kind of this a similar thing where the movie you're watching is molded around the writing process of the character who is a writer.
2: Okay, I need to is, watch I think I've seen that movie, but I think I need to watch it again because I did really enjoy that stick in this. And it's I, very
0: different to this. This
2: is so fun because I also love the idea that like he's met a super fan. and then the super, he's not actually creeped out by the fact that this guy is like paying a million dollars for him to come to his birthday party and has this like absolute shrine to him. And I think that is a really interesting commentary on his ego. Yes, <laughs> Because uh, exactly. if that happened to me, I mean, I'd take the million dollars, but I'd be running for the fucking hills Well, the closest on that the closest
0: thing it reminds me to is that brilliant Alan Partridge episode where he's in the countryside with that guy who is the uh, the world's biggest Alan Partridge fan and he walks into a room just like that but it is as creepy as you would expect and Alan is terrified <laughs> Whereas, so is that, this when
2: Nicholas Cage is actually like really into no, it no you're right and I love when he goes he's got the mannequin and the two guns from um, Face Off and he goes how much did you pay for this? And Pedro Pascal's like $6,000 and he's like I'll pay (laughs) $20,000 and then Pedro Pascal's like it's not for sale Nicolas Cage (laughs) like their interactions and kind of how formal Pedro Pascal is like as a fan Yeah
0: he calls him Mr. Cage and then I really enjoyed
2: the scene where they were like jumping over the wall together like it was just fun
0: That that scene was so funny (laughs) to me
2: I just really enjoyed this and then I loved the end. I thought the ending was really perfect, the way kinda of flipped into me into the movie. They're making the movie together. Pedro Pascal seems to have gotten away with being someone who may not have been directly doing the bad crime stuff but was certainly Profiting from the bad crime stuff Well here's
0: the thing He probably did a a deal And flipped on everybody To help the prosecution right
2: I mean maybe As an aside I thought his cousin Was a fantastic bad guy Really enjoyed his performance Yeah Thought he was great a
0: classic Over the top villain But yeah
2: But in a fun way But I really enjoyed The way the ending Was the film Very successful Not quite sure Would have gotten That standing ovation Fine And then The way he's (laughs) like Vanity Fair won an exclusive And Nicolas Cage is like no And he goes home With his but ex-wife Van... and his daughter And they sit on the living room floor and watch,
0: and watch Paddington 2 Which Irish is bawling. By the way Quick side note uh, You might remember Did you do a review of Paddington 2 On this podcast by yourself Or did you just watch it I did it? it with
2: my friend Anna You did it with
0: your friend And you, got, you didn't like it and
2: I didn't like it as much as the first one
0: and then um, I finally watched it and loved it, and I could not understand <laughs> where where you were at. So you need to revisit Paddington Two because it is amazing.
2: I will revisit um, it.
0: But um, what were we talking about? Oh yeah, the the the, the only ending, the end, when they're
2: watching that together, that's when they're lovely, On the yeah. living room yeah. floor, it's sweet. And I love the idea that he had been trying to mold the daughter into his movie taste, but like actually, he had never said to her, "What do you want to watch?" Yeah. And I kind of thought that full circle moment was beautiful. It's a simple
0: beat, but it's efficient. That's what
2: I was crying. I thought that was just a lovely ending, in the fact that his character chose to spend time with his family and not to go off and do the Vanity Fair. But interview. as we all
0: know, like I, I, having done a bit of movie journalism myself, you know, you you usually do wait to schedule an interview for the premiere night of the movie <laughs> <laughs> when they're definitely going to be unavailable. Um, and the thing has already come out.
2: Well, maybe um, Vanity Fair were just like, my God, I received a 10-minute standing ovation.
0: We've got to get on this.
2: Um, the only thing I disagree with you
0: on is um, that you thought the action was good because I did not think that this... Uh, there was much very interesting action on display. If anything, I thought some of the action beats were a bit flat. And there's a, there's a whole bit where they're like driving... The, that, that, the car and that car chase to the embassy, and uh, like a, for some reason a like lorry hits the thing. Then they stop and look, and then they just drive again. Like the edit, like the the, the act, the editing of the action.
2: It was wasn't probably low budget. Interesting. I'd say.
0: Yeah, it felt like l- a lot
2: of the driving was blatantly green it screen. Felt low
0: budget. There was like a-,
2: a couple of times I visibly spotted when the sun doubles were jumping in and out, for example. But I don't. I forgive it that it's no, a low I, budget movie. I, I forget. Yeah. I completely
0: forgive it as well. It's not. It's it's. But if if I was to sort of. Point fault at anything. I think, didn't think there was. I didn't think it was interesting as an action film. I thought. The, I thought the way it used action as a sort of um, a meta commentary on on itself and its plot was clever and I enjoyed that I just that.
2: love that Nicholas Cage went off got his guns from face off and then used them and I also think we fundamentally <laughs> yeah lovely just, touch we often and actually always disagree on action scenes because I like them the shorter the better I like them to move plot along but I don't like them to be the focus but I found them
0: to be dull I yeah, found I that didn't. the action scenes were boring in this to me.
2: I didn't find them at all. I also really enjoyed the scene where um, he dressed up as like the old like gang lord and like had the prosthetics that on.
0: Didn't really. And I yes, thought that was really he good. He can't
2: speak Spanish. <laughs> I think that was
0: really good idea, but it didn't really land for me. And then that's another example of an action is like some of the the action plotting of this was odd to me, like where they're sneaking around a basement, they be, they beat up a guy, then they you know, then they get kidnapped by a henchman and brought up, it's just like, it just felt at times a little meandery
2: No, I didn't or find disjointed. that, I also it. thought the running time wasn't that long, I'd say it was only like one pm No, or I'm fine, totally fine
0: with the running yeah. time I'm just talking about in the moment of some of the action scenes, I felt they weren't very fluid and I wasn't, yeah, in the, and, I, and, and they I agree weren't with you particularly interesting.
2: I, yeah, I agree they weren't that fluid. And also I thought the CIA plot kind of fell off cliff because, sorry did Tiffy, Tiffany Hiddish die? Because initially yeah. we saw her shoot someone Next minute she's on the floor And then we never hear from her again No she died I thought yeah. she'd like Limp along to the finale or something No or she sorry, died I mean the She died the movie. she took out
0: the guys That's right. it. That
2: wasn't clear I also thought if someone kidnapped me Brought me straight into a truck Said we're with the CIA I'd be like show me some ID Yeah exactly He <laughs> yeah, was just exactly. like cool But I love when he was like our, The audience avatar Because he was like about Pedro Pascal He's not a bad guy like.
0: He had a great line Which was used a few times Like his um uh, Mess- messianic um, thespian, thespian training training or something it was like, I, But it is funny No shamanic Shamanic Thespian instinct still
2: is a bad guy Like He's still a figurehead for like a crime organisation that yeah, his cousin said you take into, all my money He was forced
0: into living a luxurious lifestyle
2: <laughs> And also I really enjoy because I'm a sucker for it the little romantic plot where then him and his like his love I mean, interest kiss and then fine. took off arms together. I enjoyed that. I mean, it was I undercooked. That they, a lot they of added in all those beats though because then kind of in the meta sense it's like, we need these beats in an action movie. What, what I, I liked also what enjoyed I liked the about twist that. on the ageing actor's daughter being kidnapped. <laughs> like, that's such a trope now from the Taken movies. And I liked that they weaved it in but in a more interesting way as well.
0: Oh, I really enjoyed the line where um, Nicholas... K- like, I, I really enjoyed the, the, the back and forth between the two. You know, they they played the tension of like... Um, Nicolas Cage having to pretend to be one thing and then uh, and, like, and, the, and they they almost you. killed each other was brilliant <laughs> said, yeah, I love you and I they loved that shoes too.
2: I but, know I felt like they really loved each other like you'd, it's the kind of movie you'd be gutted gotcha to find out afterwards like if the actors weren't friends
0: or I'd be even more impressed at how convincing their performance <laughs> was but the bit that the bit that I enjoyed was um the uh, when they were, they were doing the the, the shooting, the pigeon, clay pigeon shooting together, and uh, Nicolas Cage in that moment has to try and sell Pedro Pascal on what he considers to be a lowbrow idea—the kidnapping thing. Yeah, Tiffany Haddish, like, that was really fun. And he's like. You're lying to me <laughs> and then he, I love the way he, The way he goes Are you kidding me A man Two men Rescuing a girl
2: It's disgusting <laughs> oh, I really enjoyed that yeah, It was a, I've, honestly, it was that was a lot a of fun It was a perfect Saturday night movie yeah, really, I, I really hope enjoyed if anyone's listening to this part Of the podcast They've already seen it But we're wrapping up now because We're nearly home To our new house and yeah, um, This
0: was the walk the uh, Welcome walk? to the cinema We've
2: pretty much Timed everyone. it a mile We pretty much Did a mile a radius kind of is a Circumference mile. of the cinema And uh, refused to look At any properties Outside or, or inside <laughs> of that And <laughs> yeah.
0: no, we drew Yeah we did. <laughs> No exactly on the line It had to be Exactly the radius. And the, everyone the knows There's no
2: houses in Ireland The so radius actually, of the circle. We've been waiting 10 years to find this house Yeah, uh, But no we're thrilled To be back in Ireland And to be An Irish Irish podcast again Not an Irish English podcast no I'm joking We love living in England And also We do want to say That if you want to hear More of our retro movies Like we just watched Terminator 2 Head over to our Patreon We also watch Lots of Nicholas Cage That's movies That's how you do action <laughs> Lots of Nicholas Cage movies Over the last three years Over there as well
0: Yeah there's 50 movies Over there movie, oh, wow. Extra movie reviews uh, I think I just made up that number. But there's also loads <laughs> of TV stuff. Uh, we've just done a spoiler special on Severance. Uh, watch that on Apple TV+. Plus. Uh, there's loads of stuff there. Please join us. Two or three pounds. Probably change that to We're one of the cheapest uh, patrons, you know. Euro. Because um, I've
2: gone and looked at other ones and they're often like seven, eight quid. There you Not go, enough. guys.
0: Cheap, absolute bargain. <laughs> if you like what we're doing, go, go sure. there. And uh, thank you for sticking with us and being patient. And we're very excited about our new... Cinema? yeah exactly um,
2: and actually having babysitters to go to the cinema and actually one more thing before you go if just listening I'm sure no one is head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five star review if you haven't done before or tell a friend about the podcast and welcome them to listen to it <laughs> we yes, enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: thanks for listening bye bye
2: I'm Nick Fucking.
0: Podcast powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend.
1: I'm Jesse Cruikshank, and I've always been told I have a face for podcasting. So I launched a podcast. It's called Phone a Friend because each week I'll break down the biggest stories in pop culture. But when I have questions, I get to phone a friend. I'll phone a royal watcher to find out why Prince Harry is acting like a real housewife. I'll phone a tween to please explain euphoria. And maybe I'll even phone a backstreet boy to find out if I still have a chance. I don't? Okay. New episodes drop every Thursday wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere ACAST.com